welcome to the True Tabernacle podcast channel. We hope that you find encouragement and inspiration during one of our sermons, discussions, or interviews. For more information regarding our faith community, connect with us on Facebook at our True Tabernacle page. And while you're at it, hit subscribe to this channel to stay connected. Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So thankful for the blood. Amen. I like, the, I like what it says there. It gives me strength from day to day. No matter what I face, no matter what we go through, we got the power of the blood. Amen. It covers a multitude of sins. We keep pressing on. Amen. From the highest mountain to the lowest valley, it's there. Amen. It's ever reaching. You know, it's uh, one thing when you deal with blood stains, it's hard to get a blood stain out. You know, and it talked about a flow not too long ago. We, we dealt with a water leak, man, and water will do damage. And it goes. But when you got the blood, and that blood flows, and it covers, that's a good thing. Amen. From the highest mountain to the lowest valley. Amen. It gives us strength from day to day. Amen. Every time we get into a situation, things get rough. We can just think upon Jesus. We can think about Calvary. Amen. God is so good. I'm excited to be in the house this morning. Amen. And, uh, I'm hoping my voice stands up, man. This weather's killing me. <laughs> God is good. I'm 75 one day, 25 next day. God is good. I know everybody says, oh, it's that crazy Ohio weather. I've been to a lot of states, a lot of different countries. It's the same everywhere you go. It's just nature. Amen. But God is so good. Excited to be here. Amen. I've come to encourage somebody this morning through the word of the Lord. Amen. Uh, God is good. Uh, I sat there a couple weeks ago, and I don't know how God deals with you all, but I'm just too, I don't know hard-headed or not educated enough, maybe, I don't know. But he has to come to me on simple things. A lot of times, God, when he comes to me, he gives me something. He's always writing in my dreams, he's writing something on the wall. I'm like, okay. Acts 2 and 42. And they continued steadfastly. And I got to thinking about continuing. Man, what does that mean? You know, what does that look like? I got up, you know, I was praying, reading my Bible. My wife got up, comes in there, and I kept seeing a word because he wrote a word on the wall. I'm thinking, man, how do you pronounce this word, you know? I'm saying continuity. And I was like, man, this ain't right. So I asked the educator, so what does she do? She breaks out the dictionary. I'm like, all right. Starts giving me a definition. And then it hit me. Like continuity, you know, continuity, you know, dealing with that, you know, broken wires and all that, you know, when you're testing something, you know, we'll make sure there's continuity there, nothing, nothing disruptive. But I got to thinking, looking back in the day and hour in which we're living in right now, it's going to get rough. You know, we're starting to see signs where it's getting rough. We, last Sunday night, even the, the evangelist, the, the missionary, even talked 
about rough times. Pastor making this, taking, making mention this morning about some reading he had done. And uh, I got to thinking about the book of Acts. Church, I don't know about you, but when I read the book of Acts, I see two churches. I see the Acts 1 and 8 church, the church of Jerusalem. Then I see the book of Acts church 8 and 1, where they were spread abroad. He said, it's going to begin in Jerusalem, but this gospel is going to be preached everywhere. But there's one thing about it. The Bible lets us know that they continued steadfast in the apostles' doctrine. And I got to looking at that, and I got to thinking back. I haven't been in church, been in church over 20 years now, but in that short period of time, and some of you have been here a long time, there's some people I've seen that's left the church that I never thought would leave. You know, I thought, man, for sure, they're rooted and grounded, boy. They're preaching this doctrine. They're living this doctrine. And then something gets, something happens. You know, and it's like, wow, man. You know, and uh, that's why it's important for us to guard ourselves. You know, we really have to watch what we read, what we see, you know, and all that. We've got to separate. You know, like the Bible says, but I want to talk to you this morning about the power of continuity, about continuing. You know, it's going to get rough. It gets rough. We live that day to day. But we got the power of the blood to strengthen us from day to day. Our text will be in Acts, second chapter, verses 37 through 42. God is so good. Ain't nothing like the love of the Lord. Nothing like being in his presence. His presence is here this morning. Thank the worship team, praise team for that. Your response to that. Amen. But the word of the Lord says, Now when they heard this, they were pricked in their hearts and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? And then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. And ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. And with many other words did he testify and exhort, saying, Save yourself from this untoward generation. Then they that gladly received it, his word, were baptized the same day and they were added unto them about 3,000 souls and they continued steadfastly in the apostles doctrine and fellowship in breaking of bread and in prayers it's one thing to start but amen it's another thing to continue amen growing up my dad my mom just about every coach or everything I had don't start something you're not willing to finish if you're going to start it, you better finish it. Amen. I adopted a, a philosophy in that. Amen. I used to run, play football, wrestle and all that. But my goal was to always be stronger at the end than in the beginning. Amen. I'd rather be, I want to finish stronger than the way I started. Amen. And that comes from a daily life, from a daily regimen. Amen. And that's what living for God's all about. Having that daily regiment, that daily dying out to this, daily giving ourselves. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine. They didn't waver. They kept pressing. 
Amen. If you'll put your Bibles down, we'll ask the Lord to bless this word. Lord, we love you and we praise you, Lord, and we thank you. Lord, for your opportunity to be here this morning. We thank you for your presence that's here, Lord. I pray, Lord, for every visitor here, Lord, and for those that are listening over the web, Lord Jesus, that you touch, move, Lord, and give an impartation this morning, Jesus, as you reach down to right where we're at, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you open every ear to hear, Lord, every heart to receive, Lord, and every mind to understand, Lord Jesus. Lord, I just pray, Lord, that you allow something, Lord, to build up within us, Lord Jesus, that we'll get a grit, Lord. We'll get a determination, Lord, that nothing else matters matters but living for you Lord Lord, to know that we got to fight through the daily grind Lord Jesus Lord and we got to kind of keep on pressing to that day when you sound that trump Lord Jesus and then we'll be with you forevermore Lord just continue Jesus to give us that strength Lord we thank you for your blood we thank you for your grace we thank you for your mercy Lord we thank you for your word Lord and we thank you for your fellowship Lord and assembling of ourselves together Lord in Jesus name we pray and let everybody say amen. Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise as you're being seated. Amen. And they continued steadfastly with those four words Luke caps off the extraordinary events in the day of Pentecost and characterizes, amen, the spirit of the New Testament church. They continued steadfastly. The verb that Luke used here means stubbornly persistent. It's all right to be stubborn. It's all right to be stubborn in some certain areas. Stubbornly persistent. They would not quit. Amen. They would not turn aside. Amen. They were tenacious about this thing. And come what may, they had in their their hearts set and their minds set that they were going to continue no matter what. Amen. Their new life was not a simple passing excitement. It was not a mere transit passion. Amen. Rather, it was something that they were determined to continue in. Amen. They had experienced something. Something got a hold of them. Amen. And when they got filled with the Holy Ghost in that upper room, their lives were changed. Amen. They had experienced something like never before. Amen. They actually went from walking with God to walking in Christ. Amen. And that makes the difference when you're walking in Christ. Amen. Because we carry him with us every day. We, we're following. He's ordering our steps. And come what may, no matter what comes our way, no matter what we go through, we know we can trust and depend upon him to see us through. We got to hold to his word. We got to keep pressing. But they was determined that nothing was going to separate them from the love of Christ. Amen. What happened in the upper room was not just a one-time experience to them. It was not quite a seminal moment that would never be repeated. But from the very beginning, they were determined that no matter what happened to them, amen, they were going to continue in this experience. There's nothing like walking for Christ. There's nothing like living for Christ. Amen. There's nothing like this. You can take this world, but give me Jesus. That's all that matters. Amen. I gave the devil his due for 34 years, but the day I received the Holy Ghost, my life continually changed. Amen. What this world has to offer has nothing for me anymore. Amen. But there's coming a day. Amen. When that trump's going to sound and we're going to be with him forevermore. Amen. What a day that will be. What a day that will be, but I got to get through this life, amen, walking in this flesh, amen, not walking in the flesh, but walking in the spirit, amen, and why not? Why would they not want to stay in this experience? After all, they were there, it was their persistence that finally yielded the outpouring of the Holy Ghost, 
amen, for 10 days, for 10 days, 120 faithful servants of God had tarried in the upper room waiting for the promise of the Father. Amen, 10 days in a prayer meeting. Amen. For ten days the sun settled in the western sky and in the evening and rose over the eastern skies, horizon in the morning. Still there was no sign of the promise, but yet they kept pressing. Amen. For ten days they rejected every excuse to return to a normal life, to go back to the way things had always been. And for ten days they had been determined that they were that no matter how long it took, they were going to stubbornly Persist in the upper room until the promise of the Father was outpoured. Stubbornly persist. And they, kept, they just kept pushing. It didn't matter. It didn't matter. We was promised and we're going to keep going until we see that promise come to fulfill. Amen. They had a grit about them. Amen. Sister Friend said it Wednesday night. We got to get a little tougher. Amen. We got to get a little grit to us. We got to get a little hardness that says, you know what? A little stubborn persistence says, you know what? I'm not listening to your junk. I'm going to keep on going. I got a promise. I got a promise that one day I'm going to be called up out of here. Amen. And what I'm doing here, the feeling that I get to be in his presence when I pray and I attend church. Amen. Ain't going to be nothing like the presence when I'm forever with him kneeling at his feet. Amen. They were stubbornly persistent. They had a grit about them. Amen. They would fight about it. Amen. Acts 1 and 14 used the same verb that Acts 2 and 42 used to describe the same group of people. They were, as they all continued in one accord in prayer and supplication. They were persistent. They, were, they wouldn't be deterred aside. Amen. They would not be denied. There was nothing was going to distract them from the promise. They had a made up mind. Amen. In the face of every opportunity to quit, they continued. In the face of every excuse to throw in the towel, they pressed on. Amen. When the little voice of doubt was thundering through their heart, it, was, it has been ten days and nothing has happened. Amen. You are wasting your time. Go ahead and throw in the towel. What are you still doing here? Why don't you just walk away? Amen. Still, they continued together. In one accord, in prayer and supplication. That's the kind of stuff the early church was made of. That's the mindset in which the church was born. They continued. Amen. Nothing mattered but continuing to see this promise, to see the end, to cross that finish line. Amen. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind and it filled all the house where they were sitting and there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of a fire and set upon each of them. Amen. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance because they continued, because they didn't quit, because they pressed on. Amen. Because they made up their mind. Amen. That they were going to be there every single day until something happened. Amen. They were there in one accord, in one place, when, when the day of Pentecost was fully come and the promise was finally poured out. It's only natural then that the same spirit in which the church was born and the spirit in which it should persist. We should be continually persisting every day in this. Amen. They determined in their hearts to continue until the promise was poured out. And then once it was done, they determined to continue steadfastly in the same incredible experience that they had just shared with one another. No matter how Rome reacted, they were determined to continue. 
No matter how the Jews received them, they were determined to continue. Opposition would arise, but they would not stop. Trouble would come and they were determined to continue in the faith. Amen. The early church could face trial and tribulation on every front. They would be rejected by their peers, persecuted by their own government, and hated for his name's sake. They would be put out of the synagogues, hauled before magistrates and judges, their best and their brightest. Amen. Would be stoned to death in the streets. But none of that mattered because they were determined to continue. Amen. All that mattered was being with Christ, living this life, living this separated life. Nothing was going to separate them from it. Amen? Continue is the verb. It simply means to persist. It means to carry on. It means to be consistent. Amen? Being persistent, just being consistent, just pressing on. No matter what. Amen? Steadfastly is the modifier. It means stubborn. Let me explain what it means when you put the two together. Persistence means that you keep trying as long as you feel like it is a legitimate chance that you might succeed. Amen? But stubborn, persistent means that you keep, you keep trying even when you know it is no legitimate chance at all. Persistence means that you hold fast to the faith as long as things are going your way, as long as it seems like everything is going to be okay. But stubborn persistence means that you hold fast to the faith no matter what happens in your life. Amen. All that matters is being with Christ. All that matters is one day hearing those words, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. That's all that matters. No matter what I gotta face and go through here, I gotta hold on to this word. I gotta keep marching. I gotta keep pressing. Amen. It doesn't matter what my friends do. What doesn't matter what anybody tries to get me to do. All that matters is I gotta do what the Bible tells me to do and what Christ is expecting me to do, and that's hold to His unchanging hand. Long after trouble settled in, long after fair weather friends have abandoned you, long after the whole world has risen against you, long after everything has been turned upside down, you are still going to be there, continuing on, regardless of everything that has happened because you have determined to hold out to the end. Amen. Take this world, but give me Jesus. Take this world, but give me Jesus. That's all that matters. Amen. That's all that matters. That's what it means to continue steadfastly. It mean, it's about an experience that is bigger than a single moment. I mean, it's about a lifestyle that is further reaching than a single day. It's about a change that completely alters the course of your life. Amen. It's about a determination that you will never back, go back to what you used to be. Amen. That's the portrait the book of Acts paints of the early church. They continued steadfastly. Then you got this thing called the daily grind. Amen. In his book, Starting Over, Charles Wendall wrote about, a, about his boyhood vacation and his grandfather's cottage in, in, on the Gulf in South Texas. His grandfather had employed a cook there. Amen. An older man who was friendly, but he was unique. While barbecuing one day, the talkative old hired hand began to regale the young Swindoll with the stories of his life the various ups and downs that he had experienced in his unique and colorful life. During one such story, he stopped and knelt down to the young man's height and said to him, Charles, the hardest thing about life is that it is so daily. It's daily. 
Can't get around it. It's daily. We're going to lay our heads down. By the grace of God, get up the next day and face it. Amen. Think about that for a moment. The hardest thing about life in the daily, is the daily grind of it all. It is one thing to stand powerfully in a powerful anointed church service and purpose in your heart to live all your tomorrows under the influence of the powerful spirit that you feel. It is, however, an entirely different thing to hold fast to that commitment in the day-to-day grind of life. Amen? When people are talking about you, you're having a rough day. Amen? Things just don't seem to be going the way you want them to go. Amen? You're getting a little bit of an attitude. You're tired. Your body aches. You got to put up with this person, put up with that person. It's the daily grind. Amen? Thank God for early morning prayer. Amen? Thank God I can speak to God throughout the day. Thank God for that bluff because it gives me strength from day to day. Amen? Whether I'm on the mountain or in the valley, I've got that blood that's covering me. Amen? How many commitments made in the fervency of a moment that later fall victim to the grind? Amen? That later fall, fall victim to the grind of the living day to day out of a life that is so daily. So daily. Amen? The kind of commitment that I'm talking about this morning is not the kind of thing that is born under a spark of momentary inspiration but quickly dies out and fades away. This isn't some summer romance, amen, that is quickly forgotten when life returns to its routine. This isn't some fleeting blessing that you receive at a camp meeting or a conference somewhere that you quickly forget about. Amen. I'm talking about consistency. I'm talking about continuity. I'm talking about stubborn persistence that simply refuses to die out day to day. How do we overcome the daily nature of life? How do we keep our passion for God from the falling victim of the daily grind? It's simple. Acts 2 and 46 says that they continued steadfastly. Amen. They continued daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house. They did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart. They continued daily. It's daily. Amen. They continued steadfastly and they did it on a daily basis. Amen. The fire didn't have time, amen, to burn low because they stoked the embers every day. Amen. The passion didn't have time to grow old because they renewed it every day. They gathered together with Christian fellowship every day. Amen. They were in the temple every day. They conquered their daily nature of life by continuing every day with the experience that they discovered in the upper room. Daily they prayed. Daily they studied their word. Daily they had godly fellowship. Daily they worshiped. Daily they continued. I long for the day when we have the church doors open every day for folks to come and pray. Amen. I long for the opportunity to have fellowship with people of God on a daily basis. I understand that life gets in the way sometimes. I understand that it isn't feasible yet. But I also know that the kind of stubborn determination that I'm talking about will not be denied. It says if I can't go to the church house, I'll have church at my house. Amen. If I can't have daily fellowship with the people of God, I can have daily communion with God himself. Amen. If I can't worship together in unity with other believers on a daily basis, I'm going to worship somewhere on a daily basis. Amen. Whatever it takes, wherever it takes me, I will continue in this thing daily. 
Daily, daily we got to get up and pray. Daily we got to get up and get into our work. Daily we got to continue calling and checking on each other. Daily we got to get out there and share the gospel. The life that you're living before your co-workers. Amen. They see when you're up and when you're down. Amen. They're looking to see how you're handling. Amen. Is Christ really in them as they say? Amen. They're watching you. Amen. Keep living it daily. Keep pressing. Amen. Every chance you get. Hey, man, let me tell you what I just read in the Bible this morning. Hey, man, I was in prayer, man, and Lord, I was, felt this in the Lord, you know. Inspired to tell you this. Amen. It's continuity. It's continuing. It's not having no break. Amen. And I hear people all the time, well, you know, I'm just getting burnt out. Well, then stoke them fires more. Stoke them more. Get in there and pray more. Keep pressing more. Amen. Fellowship more. Pray more. Read more. Come to church more. Amen. You see a conference, go to a conference. Amen. Go to a youth rally. You know, find something. Keep the fires going. See, that was the attitude of the early church, and it echoed throughout Scripture. The twelve told the multitude of the disciples in Acts 6 and 4 that they would give themselves continually to prayer and the ministry of the Word. Amen. Acts 6 and 4 says, but we will give ourselves continually to prayer and the ministry of the word. They didn't have time to wait on tables. They didn't have time for the myriad of distractions of this life. Amen. Their primary focus was that they would be able to continue steadfastly. It was more important than anything else to them. Amen. We've got to be determined. The only thing that matters is this relationship. Nothing was going to get in their way. They wouldn't let the experience of Pentecost die out in their lives because they were determined to experience it every single day. Amen. There's nothing like getting up and getting into prayer with Jesus. He'll move in and you be in the presence, whether it's at the house or at work or in your car. Amen. There's nothing like when He moves in. There's nothing like that experience. Amen. That strength, that direction, that guidance that He gives. Amen. Amen. Listen, this is what they preached to their converts. In Acts 13 and 43 says, Now when the congregation was broken up, many of the Jews and religious proselytes followed Paul and Barnabas, who speaking to them persuaded them to continue in the grace of God. Having experienced the grace of God, having experienced the power of Pentecost, they persuaded their converts to continue. Amen. Stubbornly persistent. Amen. Hard-headed about it. Nothing else matters. Amen. Your friends are going to try to weigh you. They're going to turn the heat up on you. They're going to talk about you. They're going to try to get you to get off track. But you know what? You've got to be stubbornly persistent. It says nothing else matters. Nothing else matters. You must continue. In Acts 14, after they stoned Paul and left him for dead, the Holy Ghost stood him back up and sent him back into the city. Do you want to know what the, he preached? Ha! Ah. I like this. Acts 14.22 says, confirming the souls of the disciples and exhorting them to continue in the faith. Amen. And, they were, and that we must, through much tribulation, enter into the kingdom of God. Amen. He had just been stoned. Amen. And he's in here and encouraged them and says, you know what? You're going to face that, but you've got to keep going. Amen. You continue in this face. Under the anointing of the Holy Ghost, he began to tell the believers and demonstrate to the believers that the power of, the com of his conversion experience and the power of continuity. Continue in the faith. Continue in the grace of God. Continue daily. 
continue steadfastly. Be stubbornly persistent about this. Nothing else matters. Amen? That ambassador of heaven stood before the crowd that had just stoned him to death and looked them in the eyes and said, I've got my foot on the rock and my mind's made up. Amen? Though I walk through the lonely valley, though I drink from the bitter cup, Amen. There's, not, there's something powerful in the testimony of a man of God or a woman of God who simply refuses to quit. Amen. We're not quitting. That's the power of continuity. No matter what happens, no matter what life brings me, no matter what anyone does to me, I will continue. Amen. I'm not giving up. It ain't the day and the hour to throw in the towel. Amen. We, we're getting close to the end. Amen. We're getting close to the end. We just got to keep, keep pressing. I, I shared a story with, with, with the college and career group. I can't remember what year it was, but we had, I used to be on a team, 10-mile team in the Army. And we went, we had ran, we had, we had went and signed up to go run this half marathon, Marine Corps half marathon. We got six Army guys on Camp Lejeune running with all these Marines. We got to the 10-mile point. It was me and Sergeant Davis. We was running together. I think by that time, I think Bannerman had caught up to us. And we're running. But when we come up out of this corner, see the sign that says, hey, might have been 11 mark. I remember saying to myself, hey, man, we got two miles left to go, man. You know, we got to finish this out. And lo and behold, what happens? Here comes two women sprinting by. I'm like, whoa, hold on. This can't be. I done, put, I done put 11 miles in this thing. They are not going to run out and run me like that. So I determined up my mind. I, said, I, told, I told, remember looking at Sergeant Davis. I said, I don't care if I got to bust my heart, blow out, die at the end or what. They are not going to beat me. I told you, I, I had determined a long time ago I was going to be stronger in the end than I was in the beginning. All right? Boy, and they kept running. They sprinted. So, man, we kicking in. We were striding out. They slowed down. I guess they was doing like what we call the Indian run. They would sprint a little bit, and then they'd jog, sprint and jog. Then they'd come sprinting by again. Tag on it. <laughs> so we take off again. And then the, the worst thing that could happen happened. They turned off. They wasn't even in the race. You know, I'm here ready to bust my heart and die. And these were, these were two people just out on a Sunday run, Saturday run. But I had determined. My point is, I was determined. I wasn't going to get. I wasn't going to give. I wasn't going to be outran either. Amen. I got a lot of friends. We got a lot of people that surround us, and this ain't a competition by no means. And understand me there. But I've got determined in my mind that I've got to have the determination that no matter what, I'm going to finish. Amen. I'm going to finish. They may outrun me. This amen. This ain't a sprint. Amen. That's why Paul says, you know, you know, endure. You know, run this race with patience. This ain't a sprint. Amen. But you, we've got to be determined. Amen. When we get close to that finish line, that nothing else matters but crossing that finish line. Amen. Paul stood before Festus in the 26th chapter of Acts and began to share his testimony. He told him about the experience they had on the road to Damascus, how that God arrested him and got his attention, how he saw a vision and received a divine call on his life. Then he told Festus, I was not disobedient to that vision. I didn't just acquisition to the call of God because of the environment. Amen. 
I wasn't just caught up in the moment. Amen. It wasn't just some temporary insanity that gripped my soul. I made up my mind to be faithful to what I had just experienced. Amen. It's this experience. I got to be faithful to this. Amen. I, when you get in the presence of God, there's nothing like this. Why would you not want to be in that presence? Why would you not want to live this life? Amen. God's been too good to me. He's brought me a long way. Amen. The testimonies throughout the sanctuary right now of where you used to be to where you're at now. It's just a testimony of God's grace and His mercy and the power. But you've continued. And you continued. Amen. In Acts 26 and 21, he began to tell Festus how the Jews called him up in the temple. And they were determined to kill him. But how that God had preserved him. And then capped off his testimony with these words in Acts 26 and 22. He says, having therefore obtained help of God. I continued until this day, witnessing both to the small and the great. That's the heartfelt cry of apostle in chains. Even from the prison house, Festus, I continue. No matter what I face, no matter what comes my way, I will continue. That's the story of the first century church in a nutshell. They continued steadfastly. Amen. It was stubborn kind of persistent that said nothing in this world can turn me around. Amen. Let the strong wind blow, I will continue. Let the dark trials come, I will continue. When I walk through the lonely valley and when I drink of the bitter cup, I will continue. Amen. They stoned him in the streets, but still they continued. They burnt them at the stakes, but still they continued. Amen. They threw them in the dens with the lines and the crowds roared in their demise, but they still continued. Nothing else mattered. Amen. Their very government turned against them. All of society rejected them. They were shunned and made to be outcasts, but in a matter, matter of ought not, but it mattered not. Amen. They continued steadfastly. Amen. What began with their initial obedience to the gospel was continued by their daily living. Daily living. It was more than just a catchy phrase in the book of Acts. It was a philosophy of their life. They continued. Amen. The entire testimony of the book of Acts is summed up in those powerful words in Acts 2.42. They continued steadfastly. Amen. They continued steadfastly. There is a principle in motion there. The testimony of their lives made an eternal impact on their world. Not because of what happened in a single moment. Not because of the events of a single day. Amen. Not because of what they had experienced in the upper room, but because they continued in it. They wasn't going to let this go. They was, they was going to hold on to it. They continued most things of the eternal value are not accomplished in a single moment or in a short period of time. Continuity is the key to having an eternal impact. Amen. The testimony of a life may be demonstrated in moments, but none of the moments stand alone and compass the whole of the testimony. It is a sum of a life lived, the sum of faith acted out, the sum of lessons learned that results in a lasting impact. 
Amen. A church plant doesn't change the atmosphere of a community overnight. Amen. A single saint of God living a righteous and holy in a perverse atmosphere doesn't alter the fabric, amen, of a community in a single moment. An outpouring in the upper room doesn't turn the world upside down by itself. A single service where 3,000 are baptized in Jesus' name doesn't change the course of a nation. But when they continue, when they do things daily in and daily out, amen, day after day after day, the result of Acts 17, they cried out against the church saying, these that have turned the world upside down are come hither also. The world wasn't turned upside down on the day of Pentecost. Amen. The world wasn't turned upside down in Samaria. The world wasn't turned upside down on the road to Damascus. It was the power of continuity that turned the world upside down. It was a daily testimony. It was the unending process of days after they had continued steadfastly. It was a stubborn persistence that said, I will not quit. I will not falter. Amen. We will not be easily dismissed. It was the day-to-day -day continuity that gave rise to the powerful testimony. These have turned the world upside down. That's the power of continuity. It's continuing daily. Amen. It's dying out to this world daily. Amen. It's giving ourselves over to Christ daily. Amen. It's not what you do in a single moment. It's not what happens in a single service. It's not about the events of one tragic day. Amen. It is, the, it is the preponderance of the continual testimony of a life that stubbornly hangs on, that just keeps pressing on. Amen. That will not waver. Amen. That will not quit. That keeps putting one foot in front of the other. And that keeps continuing daily. Amen. That's the power of continuity. It's not what, we, what, you, are, what you are today or where you will be tomorrow. It is what's going to happen next day. Amen. It is the consistent testimony of a life lived in Christ regardless of what happens from day to day. Amen. It's daily. Amen. It is the ever increasing memorial of a life that simply continues regardless of whatever happens to them and around them. That's the power of continuity. Amen. Salvation. You can read it, read it all through the Gospels over and over again. This is what they preached and this is what they taught. And this is what they expected. Colossians 1 and 21 and 23 says, And you that were sometime alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now hath he reconciled in the body of his flesh through death to, to present you, you holy and unblameable and unreprovable in his sight. If you continue in the faith grounded and settled, and be not moved away from the hope of the gospel which ye have heard and which was preached to every creature which is under heaven. This isn't a good ideal, folks. This isn't just a good ideal. This is what it takes to stay saved. You, 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 used, to have, be, you used to be alienated. You used to be an enemy of God, but he has reconciled you. Amen. If you continue in the faith, grounded and settled, and be not moved away from the hope of the gospel. That's the power of continuity. It will save your soul. Amen. One of the keys to salvation is the key is, is to not be moving, moved away from the hope of the gospel. It's continuing daily. Amen. The need 
you need, to stu- you need a stubborn kind of persistence to grip your soul, amen, and the attitude that says, I will continue, amen, no matter what happens, no matter what comes my way. I have determined, I've made up my mind. I am persuaded that what I've experienced, nothing's going to separate me from Christ. Amen. We've got to keep pressing daily, daily. Romans 11 and 22 says, Behold, therefore, the goodness and severity of God on them which fail. Severity, but towards thee, goodness, if thou continue in his goodness. Otherwise, thou also shalt be cut off. Talking about the olive tree, which is symbolic of the people of God. Paul says that if you don't continue in the goodness of God, he will cut you off. Amen? We don't want that. You have to continue. You have to keep putting one foot in front of the other. You have to keep pressing on. Amen? You have to keep standing fast. Whatever you do, you must continue. Amen? We've got to encourage each other. Amen? we got to get into this word, read this word. we got to have a made-up mind that says that no matter what, no matter what, if they continue steadfastly in all that they was facing, I, continue, I can continue steadfastly in what I'm going through or what I may go through. Listen to Galatians 3 and 10. It says, For as many as are of the works of the law and under the curse, for it is written, Cursed is everyone that continueth not in all things which are written in the book of the law to do them. My goodness. Amen. It doesn't get any more plain than that. Amen. If you fail to continue in this thing, if you fail to keep on keeping on, amen, you join the ranks of the cursed. Amen. Perhaps that's why Paul told Timothy in 1 Timothy 4 and 16, says, take heed unto thyself and unto the doctrine, continue in them. For in doing this, thou shalt both save thyself and them that hear thee. Continue. Continue. Continue steadfastly. Amen. Continue for in so doing you will save yourself and those that hear and see the testimony of your life. Continue. Somebody in this place this morning needs to make up your mind that you are done nibbling around on the edges. It is time to sell out. Amen. This whole routine and completely follow God. Amen. It ain't time to play. Amen. The vision that I've had, amen, is I see the the angel with the trump up to his mouth and he's ready to blow it. Amen. And it's coming. Amen. And I understand as we do this and we continue, amen, I've heard it the time I've been in church and many of you have been in the church a lot longer than me. Amen. And a lot of us, right, for 50 years, 60 years, they was preaching it in the first church. He's coming back. He's coming back. I can guarantee you one thing now. He's one second closer than he was then. Or one second by the time we started, he's closer than when we started this service. Amen. But you got to continue. You can't give up. It ain't time to be swinging in the pendulum trying to straddle a fence. you got to have a made-up mind. Amen. This is all that matters. Amen. When you stand before the throne of God, he's going to be concerned with more than just the experience that you had in it in an altar somewhere. It's going to be about more than just a question of the plan of salvation. Amen. Let me tell you what the judge of your soul wants to know. Did you continue? Did you continue? Did you not waver? Amen. The words that, words that you are striving to hear, well done, my good and faithful servant. Faithfulness. 
Amen. That means you continued. That means you pressed on. Continue on. We live in the trying times. The darkness of our day does, does everything it can to swallow down, swallow out and drown out the light of truth. Amen. In a society where truth is relevant, where tolerance in the new religion, where everyone just wants to get along and it is considered both rude and offensive to believe in divine absolutes, it is more imperative now than ever, amen, that have been, in, been that we, the church, continue steadfastly. Amen? It ain't time to quit. Amen? We got to anchor down. As a matter of fact, we need to be more radical about getting this message out. We got to be more radical about the life we live for Christ today. Amen? It's not always going to be easy. It's not always going to be comfortable. Sometimes you're going to face questions that you don't want to answer or you can't answer. Sometimes we will struggle. That is almost overwhelm you. Sometimes you are going to walk through the lonely valley and sometimes in the world going to leave you to de for dead in the streets. But we are the church. All right? We carry the legacy of that stubborn, persistent community of believers that was born in the upper room on the day of Pentecost. And we can't afford to let now, let up now. Amen. Paul said in Hebrews 12, 12 and 1, he says, Wherefore, seeing that we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witness, let us lay aside every weight of sin that does so easily beset us. Amen. And let us run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Christ, the author and the finisher of our faith. Amen. Who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despised the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. What's he, what, what he is saying is it is our turn now. They continued on steadfastly. They did. They never wavered. They never faltered. And now they put this thing in our hands. Amen. They passed the baton. Now we are encompassed with a great cloud of witness. We carry the legacy of the church of the ages. For the upper room is now. The chain is unbroken. Amen. In every generation, the true believers have continued steadfast in the apostles' doctrine. The power of continuity stands behind the church and is our turn. This is our moment. Amen. Let us lay, away, lay aside every weight. Let us lay aside every sin that so easily plagues us. And let us run with patience. Let us run with endurance. And let us continue in this race. The history of the church is fully invested in your life. The continuity of truth through all the ages of time is fully invested in the church. It is high time that we recognize where we stand in the grand scheme of things. The baton has been placed in our hands and it is time to continue. Granddad is watching and Grandma too. The saints of old are gathered around heaven portal. And let me tell you what they want. They want to know, are you continuing? Are you compressing on? Amen. They want to know, is this generation of apostolics has the same thing that they had. Amen. They want to know as if it's going to continue steadfast. As for me and my house, for, as for me and my family, as for me and my church, let it ring out from the heavens. Let a spiritual declaration be made. We will continue steadfastly. Amen. We are not going to turn to the left or to the right. Amen. We are going to not going to water down this precious truth. We aren't going to drop the ball on this generation. We will continue. Amen. Amen. It's all about the truth. If you'll stand with me, I'll close. This is the story that told of the pages of history about Napoleon at Waterloo. 
surveying the battlefield and recognizing a looming disaster, that tough little general turned to his drummer and drummer boy and said, the English are standing firm. The old guard is making no progress. We are defeated. Sound the retreat. This is Napoleon talking to his, to his little assistant. Hesitantly, the lad looked up at the general and quietly said, Master, in all our campaigns in Europe, I have never learned to sound the retreat. Never had to. Never wanted to. He never learned to sound the retreat. The heart of Napoleon was so touched that he said, All right then, drummer boy, sound the charge. You may not know the retreat, but let's keep going forward. Let's keep charging. Let's keep pressing. Amen. Some of you may feel overwhelmed. Some of you have been through quite a struggle. Some of you are weak. Some of you are weary. We all get there. Amen. But listen to me. I'm telling you this morning, when you don't know what else to do, sound the charge. Keep pressing. Keep going. Don't give up. Don't give in. Amen. It's just a one moment. Amen. It's just a moment. When you don't know what else to do, press on. When you feel like tossing in the towel, that's when you need to stand firm in the purpose in your heart that you will continue. There's power in continuity. Someone is watching your life right now. Someone is wanting to see how you are going to handle the latest trial, tragedy that has overtaken you. Let me tell you where the power of your testimony is. The power of your testimony is in the continuity. It is standing fast. It is pressing on, continuing in the Lord, no matter what happens. Having this daily walk with Christ. Daily praying. Daily reading that word. Daily coming to the house of God. Daily in time and fellowship with Him. Amen. It's the daily. Day to day. Amen. I'm going to open these altars as they play something. We've got to get a grit to us. Amen. We've got to get something. We've got to get that stubbornness to us, that determination that says no matter what comes my way, no matter what I face, only living for Christ matters. Take this world, but give me Jesus. Amen. Can we pray that way? Can we make up our mind today? If you're swinging, amen, if you're battling, amen, we're here. The elders are here. We'll pray over you. We'll pray for God to give you extra strength. Amen. It ain't time to give up. It ain't time to give in. Let's lift our voices unto the Lord. Lord, we love you and we praise you, Lord. We pray, Lord, for that everyday strength, Lord Jesus. We pray, Lord, as we continue to die out daily, Lord, to the things of this world, Jesus. Help us, Lord, to have that determination, that made-up mind, Lord, that nothing else matters, Lord Jesus. All the testimonies of the saints before us, Lord Jesus. They continue, Lord. Let us continue. Yes, Lord, let us keep going, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah.